there is a big misunderstanding about what LinkedIn is and what it isn't. LinkedIn is paid social. You can't tap into intent there in the same way that you can with Google. The best thing about LinkedIn ads is the targeting and your ability to get in front of your ICP regularly um, at scale. This has not been possible before LinkedIn ads. It's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are rewarded. People are sick and tired of being marketed to, and they're sick and tired of being sold. The single biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying their Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of the SaaS Growth Hub podcast, brought to you by growth marketing agency Advanced B2B. Today, we discuss a topic that will probably speak to every single B2B SaaS company out there, LinkedIn advertising. To cover this vast topic, we talked to Gabriel Ehrlich, CEO at Remotion and LinkedIn advertising expert. Together with Gabriel, we cover why nailing LinkedIn advertising is so difficult, the common mistakes companies make, and what a good LinkedIn ad campaign actually looks like. So here we go for episode 98 with Gabriel Ehrlich, CEO at Remotion. Hello, Gabriel, and welcome to the Growth Hub podcast. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Tel Aviv. I'm in a t-shirt. I can't complain. Okay, that's not nice considering we're in Helsinki and it's not really that warm here at the Although moment. Although it is nice and sunny outside. It's spring, obviously. <laughs> <So>. All right. <laughs> right, so we are talking about a very specific, very, uh, someone could say niche topic today, but it's not niche for you because it's something you do every day. So we're talking about LinkedIn ads. Um, so it's something that B2B companies, um, I would hazard say probably every B2B company tries to use LinkedIn ads for their, for their business. If not every, at least majority of it. But I think that I, I'm sure you've seen this and we've seen this. Uh, many of the companies don't get the results that they want from those ads. So let's start with um, kind of what makes it so difficult to make LinkedIn ads work for, for companies. First of all, there is a big misunderstanding about what LinkedIn is and what it isn't. LinkedIn is paid social. Uh, so you can't um tap into intent there in the same way that you can with google the best thing about linkedin ads is the targeting and your ability to get in front of your icp regularly um, at scale and 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 really i like to think about it in a, in a miraculous way um this has not been possible before linkedin ads if you were running you know uh, marketing for a, a tech company, a B2B tech company, or, or even any sort of B2B company before LinkedIn ads, you really didn't have a lot of options in terms of getting in front of your, your target market. Uh, you had trade shows, you had trade magazines, and, and maybe once you, know, you could do Google, you could do Google, but only if they were searching for you. Uh, so this is really um, a big deal. And so within that, I think a lot of mistakes are around targeting um, one really big mistake that we see being made is that there's no segmentation. And so um, companies will say, well, here's, you know, here's our ICP where we're targeting these companies, this company size. 
um, these job titles and without any sort of regard to, you know, how that's actually going to work in, in the real world and whether or not, you know, you should be targeting enterprises in the same campaign that you're targeting SMBs. And if you should be targeting uh, CIOs in the same campaign that you're targeting uh, IT managers. And even if it's not a messaging issue, even if the messaging is identical for everybody, which it probably should not be, even if that was the case, there's just so many more IT managers than there are CIOs. And with a limited budget, what ends up happening is that most of your budget is going to be going to what there is the most of. And so that's a, a big mistake that a lot of companies make where they don't really segment out their targeting. Um, another big mistake is uh, sort of expecting, expecting it to work um, differently than, than it is. And so, you know, you can run a lead generation campaign and you can get leads, but those leads will probably not be as keen to speaking with you as somebody who, you know, arrived to your website um, organically is searching for you and, you know, is asking for a demo. And so the handling of those leads, um, if that is what you're doing, if you're running a lead generation campaign, it needs to be different. And you can't just apply the same uh, principles, the same tactics, the same playbook uh, that you have um, with other channels, especially you know, direct inbound uh, to the leads coming in from LinkedIn. So those are a couple of the big ones uh, that come to mind. Uh, a lot of misunderstanding around how, how the actual targeting works. So uh, another big, big one that I like to talk about a lot is what you see is not always what you get. So... For example, if you are targeting, say, a marketing specialist title on LinkedIn, that title itself contains almost any marketing title that exists. So that's uh, the way that LinkedIn works. They they'll associate, you know, if your if your job title is, you know, head of um, event marketing, they will you will also be targeted when somebody targets marketing specialist, um, head of marketing. For example, if you target head of marketing, that targets any senior marketing title. So marketing director, CMO, VP marketing, head of growth, uh, any sort of senior marketing title will fall under head of marketing. Uh, and there are all sorts of overlaps there as well. And that's usually okay, but a lot of mistakes I see quite often is people making exclusions. So they'll, you know, they'll see a, a marketing specialist title come in and decide, all right, I need to exclude marketing specialists. And then suddenly their audience size gets really, really small and they don't understand why. Um, the same is true for functions. People don't really understand how the functions work. Uh, and, and a really big example is business development as a function. Um, so people, you know, advertisers might see that they're getting all sorts of business development titles coming in. They're like, I don't want these titles. And so then they exclude business development as a function, but business development as a function actually includes within it senior titles, any sort of senior, like CEO, COO, CMO, uh, founder, stuff like that. Um, so when you're excluding business development as a function, you're also excluding 
uh, all sorts of titles that you would have wanted. Uh, same goes for seniority. And I'm sorry, this is a long, long answer, but seniorities as well. Um, people will see, oh, I don't want entry level. I'm going to exclude entry level. But LinkedIn doesn't really know who's entry level and who's not. They have an algorithm. They have some sort of um, some sort of database where they say, okay, this job title equals that seniority. And they don't always get it right. So one big example I like to use is data scientist. Data scientist is a job title that LinkedIn for one, what some reason or another decides is entry level. And I've worked with some data scientists over the years and they are anything but entry level. They're usually quite advanced in their careers. And so if you are trying to target uh, data scientists um, and you're excluding entry level uh, job titles because you don't want you know, junior people that aren't decision makers, you very well may end up uh, excluding the same people that you're trying to get. So that those are a few of some of the big, big mistakes I make, uh, I see people making quite often. There's there's a lot to un unpack there, and I have a lot of follow <laughs> yeah. follow up follow up questions. But um, let's start with the the targeting part of it because um, sure. you did say that uh, you know. Uh, targeting is one of the best features of, of LinkedIn, but then <laughs> you gave us a long list of what it's makes also, it yeah, so it's one difficult. Of the big, uh, problems too. So what do you think marketers should, how, how should they approach targeting on LinkedIn ads and how can they kind of figure out, okay, what exactly are the titles or is it, is it, is the titles even a good way to find the targeting? Like how can we as marketers kind of, um, I don't know, figure our way out uh, or figure our way in uh, into that? As somebody who has seen and managed so many different accounts now for so many different verticals, I have really a, a trove of, of knowledge and, and experience and just memory about, oh, this means that and that means this. And uh, I, I can kind of uh, avoid some of the big mistakes. But if you're working in-house, if you've been, you know, um, you know, Let's say you've been running, even if you've been running LinkedIn ads before your previous company, and suddenly you're now a new company, and maybe you were running, uh, you were working for a company in MarTech, and now you're in cybersecurity, it's really a whole new world. And so if you are running uh, campaigns for your company in-house, my biggest suggestion to you would be to learn. Like you really have to take it upon yourself to learn your audience, to learn how all the different ways that you would be able to target your audience. And to do that, you have to actually try things and you have to talk to people and you have to learn, you have to ask. Um, if you are now in cybersecurity, you have to learn and figure out all of the different ways that you would be able to reach your audience. And how do you do that in the most effective way? and reaching as many uh, of them as you can, and also in the most efficient way, um, not you know, not targeting the, the people that you wouldn't want to target. And what are the trade-offs between those? Um, another really, really important thing is to consider, you know, how much leverage do you have, or how much, I guess, leeway do you have? Are you, you know, do you need to scale up massively really, really quickly? Um, are you at, I don't know, $5,000 a month budget and your boss is like, all right, we need to go all in now on LinkedIn ads. And here you have now $100,000 a month. 
okay, it's a different story. You have to, you have to open things up and you have to try a lot of things and you have to be able to try to reach as many of your, um, as many of the people in your audience as possible. Or have you been asked not to scale down um, because of the economy? You're at $30,000 a month and now you've been asked to scale down to $10,000 a month. So how are you going to make things more efficient? How can you cut effectively? Should you be cutting in targeting or should you be cutting regionally? Should you be cutting uh, just by you know, reducing bids and budgets? So you really have to have um, a, a learning mindset. If you don't if you haven't uh, done it so far, if you're new, uh, or if you've been, you know, recently assigned the task of, of managing uh, LinkedIn ads for your uh, for your company, you really have to put on that learning hat. Even if you've done LinkedIn before, but not for for your company or for this vertical, uh, it really is different, and you have to learn, you know, all these little nuances. Uh, what I just said about data scientists uh, earlier. Uh, you could be working on LinkedIn ads for years and years and years, but if you've never had to target data scientists, you might not have learned that. And, and you, even if you have been trying to, and you're not constantly trying to learn about your audience on LinkedIn, you might not pick that up. And so you have to both have that learning mindset and keep being curious about your audience and not just your audience generally, not like your total addressable market audience on a you know, on a strategic level, but really about your targetable audience on LinkedIn. Um, I'll give you another example. Uh, E-commerce companies, right? So uh, sometimes we'll work with clients that are, they have a, you know, a solution for e-commerce companies. Uh, they have a tool, they have a checkout solution, they have a, a conversion optimization tool, whatever. They do something, they have an audience that they can only work with e-commerce companies. But on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn ads, there is no industry called e-commerce. It doesn't exist. You have uh, retail and all sorts of retail. You have you know, fashion, cosmetics, luxury goods, electronics, furniture, um, jewelry. There's all sorts of uh, sub-industries around retail that you could target that have that are you know essentially e-commerce. And you know, if you've never done that before, you have to figure out what is the way to do that. And there, you know, you can do that with lists. You can do that with uh, just targeting these companies. There's all sorts of ways you could do that. And you need to kind of figure out what is the best way to do that. Where, where do I, where do I get to that sweet spot between, you know, being very, very focused and targeting as much of my audience as possible. You have to learn about how your audience is targetable on LinkedIn. Wow, that's a whole lot of information there. Can I just out of curiosity, um, how long did it take you to actually kind of feel like you're on top of things and kind of feel comfortable in LinkedIn? Or are you still doing the learning? You're eating the elephant bit by bit, aren't you? So I'm going to give you an honest answer. I have a problem, <laughs> uh, which is no, really, I have a problem, uh, which um, might explain some of how I've ended up here. But first of all, I am, um, I become obsessed. Uh, I, I love digging into things. So like when I was younger and I was, you know, really into obscure music, I, you know, before we had MP3s, before we had uh iPod uh yeah I yeah I iPods 
I would go to the, you know, the record store and I would look for just really, really rare releases. And I would listen, I would find out, all right, who are the musicians that worked on this one? Who's the producer? And I would find other things that they worked on. And when MP3s came out, I would download entire discographies and like, oh, this person also played with that person. That must be really cool. And and, and I just become really obsessed and, and dig into things until I feel like I am intimately familiar with how they work from a 360 degree you know, perspective. Um, and so it took me two days. <laughs> uh, I, I felt I'm also and, and another problem I have is that I am um, sometimes I am um, stupidly overconfident. Um, and I like to try things. Uh, and one of the one of the fortunate things that happened to me in my life is that when I became really interested in LinkedIn ads, this was at a time when there weren't a lot of other people very interested in LinkedIn ads and there weren't a lot of other people testing this out. And so I was given a lot of freedom by some really great companies, some really, really fantastic B2B tech companies and really, really fantastic uh, VPs and, and CMOs there to just figure things out. Uh, with really big budgets because they trusted me and and I got to really kind of move fast and break things. Um, and so I don't know if that would have been possible today. And I don't know if uh, if I, I came onto the scene today, I would have that same freedom uh, because things are a lot more established. But, you know, back in 2015, 2016, there really weren't a lot of people doing this. And there weren't best practices and there weren't really there weren't podcasts that you can listen to and hear people like me talking about things like this and so i just had to to try and there wasn't even when things didn't work well i think there was some freedom to say okay let's let's try something else uh because we we really want to figure it out um so essentially it it has taken you what eight years you're still on that path <laughs> two, two days I can tell you how long it takes my employees to learn. And I like to say, it, you know, you can be up and running managing campaigns within a week. The technical aspect of it is really simple. And if you have decent training and you have, especially if you have some experience in Facebook ads or Google ads and you understand kind of the fundamentals of digital marketing, right? Impressions and clicks and click-through rates and all that stuff and conversion rates an ad copy, you can you can probably be running LinkedIn ads in, in days. Um, to understand all of the intricacies, all of the scenarios that may arise for all of our different clients, it, it never really ends. And I, I usually within about five months, eight months, um, my campaign managers are experienced enough to handle maybe 70%, 80% of the type of things that can come up for most of our clients, the types of issues that can arise, the types of problems, challenges. Suddenly, you know, a client will ask us to run a type of campaign that is um, that we don't you know, run every day, uh, a, a tactic or, or, or a playbook that uh, is a little bit different. And then they'll come to me and I'll say, oh yeah, I did that a few years ago. And, you know, here's what, you should do in that kind of situation. So 
um, yeah, it, it, you can get to a point where you're where you're pretty confident and you're pretty strong in the platform, and you've you've seen quite a few things at this point after you know four, five, seven, eight months. Uh, but then really, it's it's the more you the more time you spend in it, the better. Um, I, I believe that, and the, the platform is always evolving. And then you know, and that's that's the technical aspect of it. But you know, then there's the strategic aspect of it, right? Like just because you understand the platform inside out doesn't mean you know what are the right things to do. Um, should we be running ABM or not? Should we be running demand generation or not? Should we be gating our content or not? How should we be handing off the leads to sales? Uh, what kind? How should we be qualifying the leads? What kind of feedback loop should we be looking at? How often should we be looking at the quality of leads? How should we handle that? How should we scale up? How should we scale down? Uh, how should our account be structured? These are not technical questions. These are not LinkedIn specific questions. These are strategy questions, marketing questions, B2B marketing questions. And so, you know, this is something that really I, I, I never stopped learning. Um, the last, in the last year, two years, I've started to really, really become interested in, in brand building. And I've been reading about it and I've been talking about it and I've been trying things. And, you know, how can we, how can we use a performance mindset when doing brand marketing, which is, you know, it's not simple. Um, and so I think as long as you have this sort of like learning mindset, as long as you don't ever get that to that point where like, I know everything, I've seen everything, you can't, you know, you have nothing to teach me. Uh, as long as you're always, always trying to learn new things and trying new things, you, you keep growing and it, it is endless. I don't, I don't really see that it's there's a limit to it so how does a good linkedin ads campaign look like i don't know if there's a single answer to this so what i would ask i would turn that around and say for what purpose right so um is this for demand generation is this for lead generation is this is the purpose here to get you know and and in most cases when, when most companies come to us despite what you'll read on linkedin about demand generation and about you know all sorts of things um nine times out of ten the request is we want leads we want good leads <laughs> and we want our sales to have more leads than they could possibly handle that, that doesn't is surprise the, the number me <laughs> one, yeah that, that's the number one re request that that we get uh and so usually when i'm talking about what does a good LinkedIn campaign look like? I'm looking at it from a lead generation perspective, but that is not the only playbook. That is not the only strategy. That is not the only way to judge um, the, the quality of a campaign. Uh, but for, I guess for the sake of, of this question, I'm gonna talk about it from that perspective. And so from that perspective, I would say a good campaign, first of all, is one where you are able to judge whether or not it's good, meaning you have the ability to say, is this, are we getting good leads here at a good cost? And you're able to do that on a regular basis. So, and I'll give you, I'll give you a, um, a way to think about it like this. So first of all, you have to make sure you have enough budget. Uh, if you are trying to get leads, at say, I don't know, $200 cost per lead, let's say. That's 
that's the the benchmark for for whatever you're trying to do right now. It's two hundred dollars cost per lead, and you only have a, a LinkedIn ads budget of a thousand dollars. That's about thirty three dollars a day, uh, which means that on average, if your average cost per lead is two hundred dollars, you you may see a lead about once a week. And if you want to be able to, and, and you usually are going to want to segment your campaigns, like I mentioned, into different, you know, different audiences, maybe different creative tests, different things out against each other. Um, you're not going to have the budget to do so. So you're, you're going to have to go in every day and, and see, okay, what is my, what's, what's my cost per lead, uh, lead here for the last seven days? And if you don't have the data to make a decision about maybe two different things, what's working better than than this thing, you know, this campaign versus this campaign, or this audience versus that audience, or this content versus that content, this creative versus that creative, you're not going to have the um, the ability to make decisions and make changes that will improve. And that really just limits your ability to, to do your job, to, to, to affect the outcome of the campaigns. Um, and, you know, you kind of have to just hope that you're doing the right thing and, and hope that it's going to work out. Uh, so I think to answer the question, uh, a campaign, a good campaign is one in which you can make decisions on a daily basis if it is good compared to another campaign that you're running. Um, and in order to do that, you have to have enough budget and enough data. Um, the audiences should be not too small, not too large. Um, and there, you know, there are no, there are no iron laws here. Like I'm sure there somewhere out there, somebody's running a campaign with 2 million people in there and it's doing great. I'm sure that somewhere out there is somebody running a campaign with 500 people and it's doing great, but the sweet spots definitely in the middle there. Um, so I would say that for most campaigns, you want to have somewhere between 10,000 or 15,000 people and, you know, on one end of the spectrum and maybe um, 50, 80,000 on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, and it kind of depends on what kind of campaign that is as well. Um, if you're talking about retargeting, it's okay if it's smaller. Um, if you are talking about uh, if, you, if you have a large budget, the larger your budget is, it's, it's probably better for your audiences to be larger. If you have a very limited budget, it's, it's fine if, you're, uh, if your audiences are quite small. So if you really do only have, say, I don't know, $10,000 a month for your whole LinkedIn ads, that's only $333 per day. Uh, and if you're splitting that by three different campaigns, maybe three different regions or three different uh, targeting uh, types, it's about $100 per day. And that's not a lot of clicks. That's not a lot of impressions. So your audiences can be can be much smaller. Um, but an, an important thing to take into consideration with LinkedIn ads, especially if you're coming to it from Facebook ads, is your reach and frequency on LinkedIn is lower. People don't go into LinkedIn as often as they do to other social networks. And so even if you have an audience size of 5,000 people, 10,000 people, some of those 10,000 people maybe only log into LinkedIn once a month. Maybe they never log into LinkedIn. Um, and so you're only really going to be able to reach frequently 
um, a certain percentage of that. And that's going to be different depending on your audience. If they are, let's call them um, white collar workers or, or desk workers, um, they're going to be logging in more often. But if they're uh, frontline workers, if they are doctors in hospitals, or if they're, I don't know, restaurant managers, they're, they're on LinkedIn, you can target them and you'll be able to get leads from these people. But the percentage of your audience that is going to be going on on a regular basis is lower, which means that you may need a larger audience in order to reach more of them. Um, it's These are things you have to think about when, or you don't necessarily have to think about them, I'll be honest, like, but if things are not working, if things are not um functioning if you're not able to spend your budget if you're if you're not getting clicks if you're not getting impressions being served that might be one of the problems this concludes part one of episode 98 with gabriel ehrlich ceo at remotion in part two we'll cover the role of linkedin ads in your b2b advertising strategy where they fit in your funnel and what kind of budget b2b companies should reserve for it stay tuned If you like the SaaS Growth Hub podcast, remember to subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. It would mean the world to us. Cheers.